Welcome to the MetaPod, the Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. This is episode 83. This is like the third episode in a row where I've changed up my camera angle and everything <laughs> like that for the podcast. For those of you watching on YouTube or Spotify, now that Spotify has the video versions that you can watch but sean how are you doing this week i'm good i'm good uh i mean not a lot of pokemon this last week i mean news as well i think when jake and i are putting the topics together it's like it's basically that we're brilliant stars we're just waiting we're just waiting but um it was uh i will say it was digimon nationals this weekend i didn't participate i didn't make top cut i'm a scrub in both pokemon and digimon so nothing's changed but uh that was a, it was a big weekend for a lot of people i know in that community at least um but yeah otherwise pretty chill stuff uh how about you jake i'm doing all right i mean getting settled into the new job the new house this fiber internet is freaking awesome you know like i used to drop like 20 percent of frames every single stream for those of you tech people that know kind of what that means but you know, four-hour stream dropped 20% of frames, but in the 17 hours-ish that I streamed last week, not a single frame was dropped. Not a single wow. one. That's always, that it's was, like such a small detail, but like the streams, your recordings, all of it, they just look so much better. And you're just like, thank you. Know, you. And like I can go back to 1080p yeah. like resolution, like before I was going to 720, which when you're playing Pokemon, like 720 is fine. You know, but now that I've got fiber internet, now that I've got this incredible stuff, I also ordered um, a couple full art supporters now that I got my first full time paycheck. Very nice. Which ones did you go for? Um, I just got a bunch of cheap ones, like some of the more cheaper ones on the market right now. Like, so Sydney from Evolving Skies, okay, the newer ones, Copycat from Evolving Skies. Uh, I did get like some older ones too, like Maxi's Hidden Ball Trick. Okay. Um, because that's still like a relatively cheap card because it's not really played yeah. and expanded like Arcee's Ace in the Hole. Yeah. Released around that same time, but. Um, I steered towards the uh, cheaper ones instead of the expensive ones because right now I'm just trying to figure out like everything like, you know, making sure I can pay for insurance, you know, yeah. like Internet, you know, all, all those types of bills and stuff. So <laughs> I just went small this time. I mean, that's fine. You know, you got to get the small ones as much as you got to get the big ones if you're making that collection. Right. So. Yeah, the progress and plus, is being like, made. You never know if you if you don't buy the small ones now, they're 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 gonna jump someday. I mean, That's... Sydney from Evolving Skies is gonna be a long time until it jumps. Yeah, but, but you know, just getting on the ball early. I I would say though, you know, like uh, maybe one or two sets after it releases. Like if you wait like about six months, that's I think when like full arts usually are at their lowest, especially non playable ones. Because, like, there's a lot of product that's been opened, but the product has not yet been discontinued from print. So it's just kind of like... You're still seeing it in random yeah. boxes, tins. Yeah. Some of those tins and boxes we're actually going to talk about today. Ha mm. <laughs> ha, look yes. at that segue <laughs> into our topics. There are a lot of cool things that have happened this week, but some of the cooler things that have happened, in my opinion, are new five-star reviews that we've gotten. So over... On Apple Podcasts, if you leave a review, you leave a rating on how we're doing. That is much, much appreciated. Sean and I are actually in the final steps of determining what the milestone reward 
is going to be for 100 ratings. We will not announce it this week because we're going to finalize the stuff. But we got this really, really cool idea that I think you all will love. And if you're on Spotify as well, go ahead, leave us a rating as well. You can't leave a review, but on Spotify now you do have the feature for rating your podcast. So, Sean, let's go over our five-star review this week. It's from P. Murph. P. Murph with the five-star review. New listener. Very much appreciated. Glad you're enjoying the show. Hey, guys, love the show. My son and I recently got into Pokemon, and we've started collecting the cards. My son had a lot of questions about the things written on the cards. I did a little digging and learned how to play the TCG online. Now we build decks together and have battles on the weekends. It's super fun. I listen to your podcast for news and updates about the card game. Don't forget to explain some of the items that the new listeners might know, like BDIF meta, which, <laughs> man, I, I keep saying this, Sean. This is every single week. We, I, I need to do better at that. So for those of you, um, we'll do that now. BDIF, best deck in format. And, uh, and then meta is essentially what is played, what is being, what is good. You know, if you go to a tournament, what mm-hmm. should you expect type of thing? Um, so like Mew VMAX is a meta deck because, well, it's one of the best decks in format. You see it at every single tournament as one of those top popular decks type of thing but happy new year to you as well p murph hopefully you and your son are continuing to have fun and are just as excited for brilliant stars as we are but sean before we get to brilliant stars mm-hmm. well actually no this is going to release after brilliant stars but is anyways it? what the podcast well i was going to say the ev tins oh yes the ev tins yes yes okay we'll <laughs> jump into that <laughs> So moving on to some of the product news that we've got, some of the things that have been announced within the past week are new Eevee Heroes tins. So if you do not remember the Jolteon, Vaporeon, and uh, Jolteon, Vaporeon, Flareon, those tins that came out a couple months ago featuring the uh, Evolution Vs as the promo card, they're actually doing... The Sylveon, Espeon, and Umbreon V1. So this is the normal Espeon, Sylveon, um, Espeon, Sylveon, Umbreon. Man, this is a mouthful to say. Those promo cards, the same ones that you would pull in the packs of Battle Styles, Evolving Skies, etc., etc. Those are going to be featured as the promos on these tins. Remember, they're $25 tins releasing on April 22nd. You get five booster packs that are coming in these uh, to be determined on what those booster packs actually are. And then one of three promo cards, you know, your tin is going to be either the Sylveon V promo, the Espeon V promo and the Umbreon V promo. You may be thinking, okay, Jake, like why, why are, why are we talking about this? Sean, why are we talking about this? Because Umbreon V That's like the main reason I wanted to talk about this. For those of you that do not remember, Single Strike, Urshifu, and Umbreon VMAX is a good deck. And especially those Umbreons, Umbreon V and VMAX, it can get expensive. So it's really nice that Umbreon V is getting in a promo. You know, Urshifu VMAX, Rapid Strike and Single Strike Urshifu VMAX. It was awesome when they came out with those league battle decks mm-hmm. and those prices on those v maxes dropped 
considerably, considerably same concept here with Umbreon. And I will say, you know, you might say, oh, with Brilliant Stars coming out, though, is Single Strike going to be as good? You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But there is a dark V-Star Pokemon we're going to talk about later that also might keep Umbreon V and VMAX, uh, you know, in relevancy for, for much longer. So we'll, we'll get to that. But I think that's another interesting point. It'll be a really good tin to get if you're going to hold out on Umbreon's, especially the Vs. Um, I mean, there are so many hits that you can get in Evolving Skies and stuff like that. So it's likely that a lot of people don't even have their playset no. of Umbreon Vs, like me. Yeah, I do. I don't I have do a playset. <laughs> um, but this will be... This will be a really cool product to get. And then there's another box coming out in April as well. Same date, April 22nd. This one, though, is retailing for $20, $19.99 to be exact. It is a new Boltund V box. Now, we've seen plenty of Boltund cards, I feel like, Sean, in, uh, in the Pokemon trading card game. And this one though is a i want to talk about this because this is a new bolton v art i believe this is not necessarily the good bolton the one that does the extra damage with nope. the amount of energies on the field um this is the bolton v that came in the ev hero uh, I'm start sorry, deck 100 Heroes, start deck 100 um but it's a really really good art in my opinion it's one of the better bolton arts that we have right now you know he's got his little tongue sticking out in there <laughs> he's in the flowers just having a good time i mean sean who doesn't love dogs uh yeah he's cute he's a cute little doggo um and i you know I, for people who like collecting all the various arts that have released it always is a little frustrating when an art doesn't come to america to come to english if you will so seeing all the start deck cards eventually i think i think most of the start deck cards now will have had a printing um, between Brilliant Stars, previous sets, and promos like this. So uh, for the completionists out there, you know, fret not. Uh, it seems like Pokemon has got your back. This box is going to come with the Bolton V promo, obviously. A jumbo version of that Bolton <laughs> V. A hollow Wooloo promo for booster packs and obviously a code card. The tins that we talked about earlier will also come with the code card. Um, but, I mean... I think they come with five packs, but... Yeah, they come with five packs and a code card for the tin, and then this box comes with four packs and a code card yeah. with it. But you're getting two promos instead of one and a jumbo card on top of that. Very, very cute. Yeah. Very, very fun. I, I really like it, Sean. I, I will say it's a little... Somebody pointed this out in the comments of the Poke Beach article, too, which is like, oh, yes, my favorite evolution line, Wooloo and Bolton. <laughs> It's a very, like, it's, I mean, like, because, because, yeah, Bolton evolves from Yamper, but, yeah. I mean, these Bolton Vs are basic Pokemon, so it's like, yeah, but it's, it's just... a really weird, like, situation. I mean, why didn't in the double box, you remember the double yeah, V I box do, from I Champions Path? Why not? Why, why not didn't Wulu? they put a Wulu promo in there? My, my gut is that this is just like, they had promos. They need to put them places. I, I will say, I'm going to be honest here. I was telling Jake before the pod when we were talking about these products, I was like, I mean, let's be honest. You know, some of them, people might like these products, but like largely it's shelf filler. I think it's like, you know, we have promos. We need to distribute. We can package them in nice ways to get people to buy. 
four packs at a time. And I think that's honestly the Wulu is just like, we need some way to distribute this alternate art Wulu that was like in some box. And like, it just doesn't make sense in a, in a uh, complete set. So it's like, I guess mm-hmm. we'll put it here. Um, it's a little, it's certainly strange. I'll grant. It's definitely like a box that I would just buy for the promo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and I mean, honestly, like if you're just buying from the promo, in my opinion, I mean, it's fun to open packs. I mean, you yeah. buy cards however you want, but if I'm doing it just for the promo, like I just buy the promo <laughs> as a single, it'll be dirt cheap. I would think. Um, yeah, but those are like the two, I want to say like main, like small products coming out, uh, that we mm-hmm. had today. And then I think the next thing, the next thing is, I would say it's it's a nice continuation of something that is coming in in uh, Brilliant Stars, and they're actually continuing, which are like all these character rares, both in single prizers and Vs. So Battle Legion, if you do not know, is a Japanese set releasing on February 25th, the same day that Brilliant Stars will release throughout the rest of the world over on pokebeach.com which is where we're getting this information hisui and pokemon and new character rares have been revealed now if you're if you don't remember what a character rare is you know just based on other sets look at the cosmic eclipse set you know the pokemon the regular non ultra rare like v or gx's i almost said v's um the gx pokemon and it's like the regular Pokemon that have the special like full arts mm-hmm. of those cards. Those are what we call character rares. So Hisuian Pokemon, if you do not know, Legends Arceus was a new game that just came out the other week. By the way, fantastic game, Sean. I have played it. it it's phenomenal. It's really, really good. Um, I, I think actually you might enjoy it. I own it and I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I own it. It's sitting. It, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> it's really different from like the normal pokemon games mm. if you've ever played um and it's just it's a breath of fresh air it's something different and it's really really fun i want to keep playing it but i have a full-time job now so i, oh. I have to limit myself like the second but you get anyway, a full-time job pokemon there... releases a new game the second you get a new job i know <laughs> Jeez, how inconsiderate of pokemon <laughs> to not think about me but there are five new character rares and super character rares, super character rares, mm. ones being on ultra rare. So like V's um, and there's five of them. There's been two super rares, one of Misty and Starmie that Sean is showing on screen right now, which absolutely I mean, all of these are beautiful. Yeah, I will say. But the Misty <laughs> one, you just know that it's going to be over the moon in terms of price you know, it, unless you pull it, like, good luck getting it. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be very expensive. It's a beautiful, beautiful card. But another one, another super character rare that has come in, Cynthia and Garchomp. And let me tell you, Sean, I just want to say this right now. I literally, looking at this card, thought Cynthia was doing, like, a wall sit. Oh. Because, like... Yeah, you can tell that she's kind of like sitting on a chair based on like her her robe, her outfit, like how it's angled. And then you can kind of see the rock in the background. But first glance, when I looked at it, I thought she was like doing a wall sit. And I'm like, there's no way that Cynthia does not have a six pack like this is now canon. (laughs) 
in the Pokemon trading card game. Cynthia is absolutely jacked. But these character rares are very exciting. People love these cards, including myself. And, you know, there are three other character rares that are on top of that, just regular character rares. One of Chantel and Chandelure. One of Mai, I think is her name in the Legends Arceus game and the Weird Ear, one of the new Pokemon introduced in Legends Arceus. And then the last one, Cleaver and Leon, I think his name is. I can't remember his name, but Cleaver is the uh, one of the new Pokemon as well evolves from Scyther. So very, very cool set of cards that we're seeing coming into Battle Legion, Sean. So I hope that this trend, because there are so many new, um, there are so many new character rares coming out lately Mm -hmm. that this is just like a trend that they continue on for the rest of time. You know, it doesn't have to be every single set, you know, like getting five more or something, but I hope that this is just something that lasts longer than the amazing rares. Yeah. Well, I mean, also than the original run of character rares, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. you think, like, we got, what, six of them in Cosmic Eclipse, which mirrored the ones that came out, with the exception of Lily and Clefairy, I think it was. Yes, the yeah. promo that came when you bought a booster box, which I own, by the way, yes. and it's one of my favorite cards that I own. Uh, but, yeah, th- aside from that one, there were six that came in Cosmic Eclipse, I think. Um, maybe eight. Anyways. I think it was more like eight. Uh, it might have been eight, yeah. But it was like a small number. There was like a small number, mm-hmm. and you pulled them in the reverse hollow slot. Now, I mean, I have not yet opened my Brilliant Stars, uh, but I don't know if the character rares in Brilliant Stars come in the reverse hollow slot as well, if, they, if that's a, an option, or if they come in a secret rare slot. I don't know. We'll see. But with so many of them, there's 30 in Brilliant Stars, they're looking to be at least maybe 30 in Astral Radiance, and then they're continuing to make more. I love this. And especially if they are of Pokemon that are primarily considered to be playable, like the idea of like, oh, I can truly bling out a deck now with like a bunch of character rares. And like, look, that's one thing that I really like that other games like Magic and and other games, they have a variety of different art styles that you can Mm -hmm. choose to get. Um, and so, you know, I think it gives a lot of people the ability to bling out a deck that's not just gold and rainbow because like gold and rainbow are cool, but like alternate arts are honestly where I think a lot of people's hearts are at. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, That's like, if I have a choice, you know, of what, like if I had unlimited amounts of money and I got the choice, you know, do you want gold cards? Do you want um rainbow cards or do you want alternate arts you know i'm going alternate arts every single time yeah um especially with these like character rares and super character rares because they're just so good they're so pretty they're so beautiful i love like the entire full art you know especially with the trainers as well it's just it's a really really sweet kind of rarity and i just I absolutely love it. I just hope they continue on with this. I believe in Cosmic Eclipse, you would get like three character rares per booster box. Yeah, it was Um, something like that. Three or four, something like that. Like some, 
and which is like not bad, right? If you get like two or three I booster think it's boxes, pretty good considering yeah. that there was like eight to ten or so of them in the mm -hmm. in the set. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we will all see. I think once the uh, embargo of all the PokeTubers out there lifts, um, then we'll know exactly where the character rares fit if they are in that reverse slot. And if you get like four of them in a box, it may be that the character super rares are considered secret rare, like alternate arts. And so maybe those will fit like the Vs and stuff. Maybe that'll just fit in the secret rare slot and you'll just get one in a box. But we'll see. We'll see. Just a quick plug real quick. Sean got free Brilliant Star product from TPCI. <laughs> so shout out to them. Sean is actually going to be putting out videos on his YouTube channel. Yes. Opening I, I, the product. <laughs> I do not have any, unfortunately. Um, you know, you can always hit me up if you if you want cool <laughs> stuff or if you want cool videos. But anyways, Sean is going to be opening up wonderful products, so you should definitely go support his podcast. It's a way to help yeah. the Metapod podcast without support. Wait, no, it is supporting the Metapod podcast. I mean, it's supporting a person from the Metapod. I mean, look, if you're coming from the podcast to my YouTube channel, that's just cool. That's all cool. I haven't posted lots of videos in a long time, but slowly, slowly we're getting there. So we love supporting Sean, but we also, Sean, mm -hmm. we also love new cards, especially new cool V Star cards, especially because V Star is the new mechanic that is coming in the Pokemon trading card game. This is off of PokeGuardian.com. We went over Lucario last week, and mm -hmm. I think I, we kind of just forgot to go over yeah. this one, which in yes. my opinion is the better of the two V Stars, but. Sean, let's go over Darkrai V and V-Star. Do you want to go over the V first? I mean, real quick? sure. Yeah, the V, 210 HP. Uh, the first attack is dark colorless for 50. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like, <clears throat> maybe it's good setup damage. I don't know. But the second attack maybe is actually useful. Um, you're doing 130 for a dark, dark colorless, and your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. Uh, I think this attack... It's a little bit awkward because, like, look, they could just wake up. But if they don't wake up, if you're really in a bind, I do like that they added sleep as a as a bonus to this. Because, like, hey, if you're in a bind and you just need to get lucky on a dice roll for one turn and, you know, hope your opponent doesn't have a switching card, which I would say is not as common in decks today as it was maybe six months or a year ago, um, I think that's fine. You know, I, I, I don't mind it. But... Um, that's not where the meat and stuff, meat and potatoes are, Jake. The meat. And I will potatoes. say before I go yeah. over the V star, I will say. I mean, we look at Gengar V. Gengar V has the first attack, Dark Slumber. It also puts your Pokemon to sleep. I mean, that does forty damage and it costs two energy, so one thirty for three. You know, especially because we're getting Arceus V star that can accelerate energy as mm -hmm. well. We have the Galarian Moltres that can bring energy into play. And then, you know, you can move it with uh, energy switch or something like that. You know, it's it's not the best attack no. because you ideally want to be attacking with Darkrai V-Star instead of the V. But if you're in a situation, you know, where all you have is the Darkrai V, you know, the sleep can really can really play a factor because people yeah. aren't really playing switch cards per se, like actual switches. They're playing stuff like air balloons yes, and things like that to be able to move out of the active and stuff. And you can air balloon retreat when you're asleep, 
you know so it, it could be a interesting it's a it's a good i agree it's a good effect that's been added on yes. to this card but primarily you're going to want to use dark rye <laughs> v star for your decks dark rye v star evolves from the dark rye v is a 270 hp dark pokemon worth two prizes again the v star mechanic if you do not know is a new mechanic that introduces a new set of two prize pokemon pokemon worth two prizes when they are knocked out the first attack uh, well, this is the only attack on Dark <laughs> yeah. Ride V-Star, but the attack is colorless, colorless, Dark Pulse. It is 30 base damage plus. So this attack does 30 more damage for each Dark Energy attached to your Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So this is to your Pokemon. That's the key word here. You know, it's not to your Dark Ride. It's all of your Pokemon on the field. You're doing 30 extra damage. This is a Dark Ride effect that we've seen before. And with the, you know, double colorless feature, I mean, you probably only want to play dark yeah. energies in this deck because you're doing more damage based on dark energies. But theoretically, you could have multiple different um, energies, like yeah. different colored energies used with this, whether that's, you know, like acceleration, like Melanie, mm -hmm. the uh, the fire stadium that's coming soon um that accelerates a fire energy from the discard i believe yeah um i mean it was i will say it's interesting that they chose to give it colorless because mm -hmm. like to your point right like the the attack well we can read the attack real quick like which is dark pulse 30 plus 30 for each darkness attached to your pokemon again so you want to play a bunch of dark energies right so like it would have made sense to just make it dark dark or even dark colorless but double colorless, I'm like, Pokemon, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? Like, why, why? So, I don't know. That's, like, an interesting choice that they made um, to be, like, you don't have to use darkness energy on this for this attack. Like, I don't know. It's, um, I think it's a sneaky thing of maybe, maybe uh, the combo here is that you save all of your dark energy and put them on your benched Pokemon. And that when you attack with this one, you're using one of the, the like that new double colorless energy. Um, so when it gets knocked out, your opponent only takes two prizes instead of three, and all of your darkness energy is preserved. So you're still doing that amount of damage, if not more, the following turn. I don't know. That's like it's an interesting design choice. I think that um, it there may be a reason to play the colorless energy. Now that I think about it, it provides flexibility. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the cool thing about this. But, you know, we haven't even talked about the V-Star power yet. V-Star power, if you do not remember, with these V-Star cards, they each have an attack that is, or I'm sorry, they each have a function that you can do once per game called the V-Star power. On Darkrai V-Star specifically, this is an ability called Star Abyss. You may use this ability during your turn. Put two items from your discard pile into your hand. You know, items are a huge part of the format, especially because there is no item lock function that happens. And, you know, as Sean is pointing out on the YouTube video or Spotify video, whichever you're looking at, the Darkrai V-Star is coming in a pre-made deck in japan along with the lucario v-star and 
with the Lucario V-Star deck, you know, we've seen Ultra Ball. We've seen mm -hmm. the new Choice Belt item. I can't remember what exactly it's All called, right. but it's Plus extra damage tool card, essentially. Cynthia's Aspiration, you know, we the double colorless energy, the uh, double turbo, colorless turbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can never remember the name of the new double colorless because, like, instead of calling it double colorless, they, well, they both have weird names like Twin Energy or whatever. Uh, Either way, we know that these cards are coming into the rest of the world. We know they're coming into standard format soon. One of the cards in the Dark Ride deck that this is featured in is Dark Patch. So Dark Patch, if you do not know, is a card that is very prevalent and expanded. Attach a darkness energy from your discard pile to one of your benched dark Pokemon. This card is super good. It's always been good. It always will be good. We know essentially how good Metal Saucer is, you know, ever since its release, been paired with Zacian, Zamazenta, even Bronzong. When Bronzong came out, it's a good, good card. And so this is that same exact function, this Dark Patch. And especially because we're going to be getting Darkrai V-Star, we've got the Galarian Moltres mm -hmm. in format, you know. We even have the small Dark Dudes one prizer deck mm. as well in format, you know, with the Galarian Weezing, Sableye. Sableye, yeah, the Hoopa, things like that. This is going to be a really, really good card. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's quite, it's crazy because, like, like, you know, that V-Star ability lets you put item cards. Obviously, from a design perspective, they designed the item that they want you to put in hand it to potentially be a Dark Patch, right? Yeah. So, like, you think about one turn, what can you do? You attach one dark energy. You use the V-Star ability. Double dark patch. That's three energy. Then you put a Galarian Moltres down. That's, what, two more energy, right? Uh, One. Is, is Galarian Moltres just one energy? Yeah, Galarian Moltres is one energy per turn. Okay, cool. I thought, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's four energy right there. And then you haven't even used a supporter to attach energy, like a Raihan or whatever. So, like... Pretty easily there, I I'm going to say, because the V-Star ability, a Galarian Moltres, an Energy in hand, and maybe a Raihan, which is not that crazy. That's five energy in one turn, which is effectively adding 150 damage to your base 30 all in one turn, which is like, that's that's pretty wild. That's, that's pretty, pretty wild. insane. Yeah. I mean, think about it, Sean. Instead of having four Dark Patches, because... If you're a dark deck, you're probably playing a whole playset of these or four of them in your deck. Effectively, with this V-Star ability, you actually get six dark patches in a game, which especially in a format as fast as this one, you know, energy attachments are essential, yep. especially when your attack does more damage for more energy on the field. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, if you paired this with, like you were saying earlier, RCS V-Star as early game aggression. If you're like, hey, I'm not going to put my Darkrai into harm's way turn two. No point, right? Or, you know, there's no, there's no point doing that because he'll only be hitting for 150 damage. Eh, eh, I'm not going to bother. I'll RCS mm -hmm. V-Star, get three energy out, plus the one of the turns of attachment, right? That's four energy. And then all of a sudden you're one turn away from like, I don't know, getting nine energy, 10 energy. So getting 10 energy by turn three, like, you know, we talk about how crazy things like um, Shadow Rider Calyrex was because of all the energy acceleration. This is the exact same way, but it's probably 
you're giving up less prizes and it's probably more consistent because you don't need like four V maxes on the board to do it. Uh, I don't know. It's definitely um, this. I know a lot of people who like dark, like, mm -hmm. you know, there have been some good dark decks recently, like Eternatus and, and single strike with the Umbreon and Gengar, other things. But I think dark ride V star harkens back to a time when people were like, that's when dark was really amazing. Like even Zoroark, it was dark, but it wasn't really just a dark knight type deck. Zorark was, you can put it with Any. a lot of different things. You know, it was yeah. the true like utility all around Pokemon. But like, yeah, this, this I think is giving people like some serious like nostalgia who've been playing the game for a long time and they are so hyped about this card. So it's very exciting. It's, it's very, very exciting, Sean. And I'm, I mean, I think this is really, really cool. I'm excited for the possibilities especially just for, you know, dark overall to get typings. Again, this is going to release in Japan on February 25th alongside the Lucario, the same day as Brilliant Star comes out for the rest of the world. But, Sean, this summer, mm -hmm. there's going to be something interesting releasing in the entire world. If you did not hear, the one of the biggest mobile games ever, you know, especially within the last five years, Pokemon Go. Now, you may be wondering, Jake, why are we talking about Pokemon Go on a Pokemon trading card game podcast? You're weird. <laughs> well, let me tell you, lovely listeners, coming in summer 2022, the Pokemon trading card game is doing a collaboration set with Pokemon Go. Now, this is going to release in Japan and the rest of the world at two different times, as usual, with sets. It's going to release in Japan on June 17th and then internationally, quote, this summer. So probably, I would say, in July or August. Yeah, I'd buy August, maybe. Just given how long it usually is between sets, like summer, mm -hmm. like July technically is when, like late June, July is when summer starts, so... August, maybe even September, but August probably makes sense because they're going to have their September set and then their holiday set in October. So I would say August at the latest. Now, we do know a couple things. This is pretty new information, pretty good like start information to talk about this. But we do know that booster packs over in Japan will contain six cards, but the cards in America will contain 10. Mm -hmm. So pretty normal standard for, you know, the rest of the world. Um, but in Japan, six cards, I think that's one more than usual, because I think usually Japan packs are five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Japan it's packs are normally... I've opened Japanese cards, but I'm like pretty sure it's five. Yeah, I think they're five cards, and then you have the specialty sets, which are like ten or something, which are like mm -hmm. the VMAX climaxes of the world. So six is a, a weird number, for sure. Uh, and I will be interested to see how large the set is because like 10 cards in a pack. Well, there's at least 10 different cards then that are going to be in this set. I would assume. Yeah. And usually like when Pokemon has done small sets, I think of like, remember the detective Pikachu mini set that we got detective Pikachu, the McDonald's mm -hmm. promos. Yeah. Those, those packs are usually only like what, two to four cards. I think it's three three yeah. in the mcdonald's promo packs i have one sealed but it's over there yeah it's so fine i, I can't but get it they usually even in, in the west those are like pretty small packs like three four cards something mm -hmm. like that something small so a 10 card set i'm like 
it's probably like it might be a specialty set on the same scale as like you know your shining fates or your champion's path uh but i don't i don't know what would be in this dang set like uh, you know we don't know we don't know much in terms of other details or specific cards that are going to be in this set but it seems that mewtwo v or a v star card will be prevalent you know we talked about recently mm. you know the the dark phantasm you know with the mewtwo the sinister looking yeah. mewtwo in there the pack art that we've seen that's coming out in japan appears to have pokemon like pikachu gyarados blissey larvitar apom and conkelder on there along with professor willow which is the professor in pokemon go if you do not know so i would say that we're probably going to get at least those six pokemon on their seven with mewtwo and then also you know there's probably going to be some trainer cards you see on the pack if you're watching this on youtube or Will spotify it. the uh the larvitar is holding like a raspberry um so mm. that could be an item card that gets introduced and then also there's a picture of one of the pokey stops so that could also be a trainer card as well um now i have no idea what the effect could be for the pokey stop but <laughs> you know there are options you know pokemon go is one of the biggest games you know one of the biggest sections of pokemon itself and so i think this collaboration is awesome i think that this could get a lot of new collectors a lot of new players as well hmm. um, because pokemon go has its own competitive scene as well and you know they did have the professor willow promo card yeah for a while do you remember when that came out no the professor's research professor willow oh did they okay i didn't know that and that, that was hot i mean i know a ton of people that got that card that were excited to get that card um so i think that was kind of well i don't want to say that was kind of like the test but that was the start you know of the pokemon go integration so hmm. i'm excited for this i think it's a really really good idea i think it's a really good promotion we will still be getting our annual holiday set later this year so this isn't going to replace the holiday set this is like a this is a complete addition you know something new that they're throwing in to to feed us so it's exciting i mean yeah i mean this is okay so i'm gonna be honest with this one just a little bit the art that they feature on the pack right it's that very 3d style animation it's gonna art. look like pokemon go and i'm like you know maybe some people love that i think the reason it works in pokemon go is because the pokemon are overlaid onto the real world and like cool that makes sense but like as card art i'm like hmm i'm not i'm not entirely sure about that one jake i think this is primarily just going to be a collector set yeah. i don't know if there's probably going to be like any competitively viable things in here maybe like one or two cards you know yeah. find their way in decks and then maybe a couple more in like very very niche situations um but i mean it's it's kind of cool yeah. it's another set of cards to collect you know we probably won't have many pokemon go sets at all uh, um no. and they might have some fun things like uh so pokemon has a big thing about like party hat pokemon or like different like mm versions of pokemon so party hat wormpole is a hit wonder you know that people love people love that version of pokemon people love seeing it in pokemon go and 
things like that. So I think that this set, if it's like a healthy size set, like you were referring to, not necessarily like the size of the McDonald's promo ones, but like, you know, because this is 10 card packs. Um, I think that they'll feature some of those, but I will say celebration, Sean, that was not a big set at all. No. And how big were those packs were four, maybe? Uh, those were five cards, I think, in a pack, maybe four. Yeah, it's something like five that. Five cards. So yeah. I think that's pretty much like, I don't want to say confirmation because it's not confirmation. It's all but confirmed that this is going to be like a larger set. Like this is going to be like a champion's path type size set, I would think. You'd think, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll be interested to see because when you have a set that large, it's it's an awkward thing because if you want to say it's a collector set, I'm just this is all opinion. If you want to say it's a collector set, the set needs to be large enough to make it difficult to get certain cards, right? Which is why Champions Path, Shining Fates, they work because you can have a large enough set that like there's a certain number of shinies or whatever, and you're not going to pull one in X. Like my guess is that these will also not necessarily come in a booster box, but will come in specialty product sets. Yeah, they'll probably just come maybe an ETB along with That'd it. I think cool. that would sell really, really yeah. well. Um, but outside of that, like it, it does need to be large enough. Otherwise, cause with celebrations, you've seen the price of like essentially every card in celebrations, like fall off a cliff. I mean, professor's research is still like a dollar yeah. 75. So like, it's like the cheapest full art. Yeah. Like, so those have fallen off a cliff because the set is so small and the product was so abundant which is good. They, I mean, it's good that you can get the product, right? Yeah. But it's tough. It's a tough sell for collectors, I think, because then you start to think about like how many of these cards exist. It's not really that collectible. Um, so I don't know. I this this one perplexes me, Jake. I think I would like to see if you think about Detective Pikachu also being kind of a weird set that like you didn't really know where it fit into the lore and canon or whatever. Um, we did get that Mr. Mime from Detective Pikachu, if you remember, that let you yes. swap. And that was actually a broken card when Jirachi Prism Star was still in format. So, like, For those of you that don't know, the Mr. Mime, when you put it down on the bench, you may switch the top card of your um, deck. Yeah, you may switch the top card of your deck with one of your prize cards. So you would combo it with Jirachi Prism Star, which had the ability, if you pull it onto your prizes, you could put it on your bench. Then, if it does go on your bench, you can take an extra prize card. So, with Scoop Up Net in the format, allowing you to pick up the Jirachi, allowing you to pick up the Mr. Mime, um, it was a really, really cool combo. I believe Stefan Ivanov was the one of the first people to like play around with the combo and make it like popularized, or at least that's the first place that I saw it. I mean, yeah, it's it was it was wacky, it was cool, and like that came from one of those mini sets that people just sort of initially like wrote off like this is not a playable like so the, i agree with you like there will probably be a few things in the set like who knows what they will be um but there'll probably be a couple things in here that actually end up being a little bit broken so yeah you never know especially since you know with manaphy and stuff we feel like we're gonna get a more variety of decks coming you know the meta or the decks that are played frequently and whatnot i'm doing a great job i feel like i've been doing a great job explaining things in this episode let me know in the ratings but 
I feel like the amount of decks that are going to be played are just going to expand even more. You know, I think although Fusion Strike Mu VMAX has been really, really good and it's getting too good, <laughs> in my opinion, it's starting to become a lot like Arceus, I feel like. But because of, you know, that being better and better, um, it has expanded the amount of decks that we can play. You know, it is it is not as narrow. You know, you have a much more uh, wider option of decks that you can play and be successful with, whether that's in your team challenge qualifiers, mm -hmm. you know, just playing on ladder even or playing at your locals. And so I think especially with Brilliant Star right around the corner, it's going to open that up even more. And so I, I'm just super excited for things that are happening right now in the Pokemon trading card game, Sean. Same, same, but I think, I think that is it today. Today is a little bit of a shorter episode as we eagerly await any brilliant stars changes. <laughs> I mean, I think just with like Pokemon TCG live right around the yeah. corner and things like that, like they're, they're kind of holding off on a lot of new stuff, you know, yeah. because when live drops, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it will be a big deal. And and they will now have stiff competition in terms of online clients from Yu-Gi-Oh's, what is it, Master Duel? Yeah, I know a lot of people that have been playing. It's yeah. been a hot thing on Twitter to start playing uh, Master Duel Links until PTCG Live comes out. And I know a lot of people have been loving it and playing yeah. it. You know, people that have never touched Yu-Gi-Oh before. I have not personally because, well, I just started the full-time job, so... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't have the uh, time and or, or energy to play another card game, but mm -hmm. you know, I hear good things. So uh, you know, I think that is certainly going to be something that the community will use as feedback, because there's a lot of things that people really love about Master Duel. So um, we'll see. We will see, Jake. It'll be fun, and Sean and I here will be with you for all the news that releases in the Pokemon trading card game. So thank you much for listening to episode 83 of the Metapod Podcast. If you are loving this, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, like the video, whatever, on Spotify or Apple. Leave us a rating and review if you can. And, you know, if you want to support us over on Anchor, you will also, if you didn't see the name scrolling at the bottom, if you support us on Anchor with a little bit of finances, whatever that may be, it is not required. We'll showcase your name down there. So thank you so, so much. Hope you have a great rest of the day. And thank you for listening to the podcast that revolves around the evolving meta.